0: uh there's a fat uh rodent who comes out and people thinks it's
1: cute oh is that Puxatani phil that's yeah. probably not his actual name it's close enough and I it feel,
0: sounds catchy
1: enough that it could be a groundhog name i feel like i combined some parks and rec lore into that name that might be <laughs> parks and rec what is that why did they name the movie groundhog day after the groundhog?
0: I don't know, because it, uh, cause it has nothing to do with winter being longer. It, the only connection is they go out there to cover Groundhog Day.
1: Oh, that's right. So Whatever. I guess they I'm, just named it after that. Yeah, I'm sure there's something important. Did you update Skype this time?
0: Yeah, i updated Skype, uh, and I think your negative vibes against uh, Windows 10 are causing my PC problems. They are emanating. <laughs> Because fr- I've, I've had more crashes trying to Skype with you than ever. My PC never crashes until I try to Skype in, My-
1: which is
0: sad because Skype is a Windows program. <laughs> My PC still
1: <laughs> thinks it's five hours in the future right now, and I have checked the time zones and I have everything set to automatic. It knows where I live. It got the street right, which is better than Apple can do for whatever reason. Apple, for whatever reason, can't figure out where my laptop's located. Windows can do that. Uh, that's having no bearing on its ability to tell what time it is. Um, And that's annoying. But uh, thankfully, that's not going to stop us for the third time. Hey, Jacob, it's November 19th, 2016. And... Um, <laughs> Feels a little bit like deja vu, or it would if we weren't uh doing this again, again, again.
0: But uh Well, you know, sometimes programs have to update, things get pushed back. Yeah, no, it's
1: uh speaking of getting pushed back, it is and we're going to try to make this sound as exasperated and genuine as it was the first three times we said it. Uh, November is getting pretty close to being over. Oh, sh- actually, you know what? Maybe that's why it keeps breaking. We should probably just skip the November things. November's almost over, and that sucks. And we got a bunch of stuff to do. I, I, think-, I think that may be our problem. I think that-
0: Skype was tripping on that. Yeah, it could, be, it could be worried that we're getting too close to Thanksgiving, but saying it's already over, and it doesn't want us to forget that there's something else going on Thanksgiving. It doesn't want us to skip straight to Christmas. Yeah. So it keeps crashing on us.
1: That's been a sentiment I've been seeing going around a lot recently in a way that I don't ever remember. Like everybody always complains about Christmas taking more and more of the Europe. This is one of the first years I've seen a bunch of people rebel almost actively against the usurpation of Thanksgiving into Christmas.
0: Now that you say that, I can't say that I've seen much of any Christmas stuff, despite it being more than halfway through November.
1: Um, there is a snowman on a cul-de-sac very near my house. <laughs> so it is in full swing over here. Um, Jacob, we're here to do a very short machination log, which will hopefully be the beginning of a bunch of short machination logs. Um, I'd, it's hard to coordinate a bunch of people together to do talk about a thing because someone has to pick a topic, and that's almost always me. And then someone has to get people together, which is pretty much always me. Basically, this is this is a lot of work I don't want to have to do. So instead, <laughs> I'm going to go with a different format, or at least I'm going to try because I've technically tried to do this twice, and I never actually like published any of it. But here's the general gist. Five to ten minute podcasts, maybe fifteen if you get if we get a long-winded topic, or if I just realize that I need fifteen minutes to talk about something. Um, in a phone call type format like this, one-on-one, or if more people happen to show up, we'll do a few more. But the the general gist is it's short and it's once a day, so that I have the ability to like track along with things. And I'll put them out weekly so that I don't have to publish them every single day and so that you don't have to refresh your RSS feed. It'll basically be like NPR except listenable, Um, which – shut up, phone. Um, I was in my car seeing I get to have these bantery, stupid conversations now. This is going to be way better now. It's going to dramatically reduce the quality of the podcast while dramatically increasing my general comfort level with producing it. And that format's actually not going to change. Um, I tried to do the daily log for the last seven or so days, and I ended up with about ten hours of podcast material, which was so hard to edit down to five or 15 minutes a day uh, that it ended up completely consuming any benefit from publishing the thing separately. So uh, this is hopefully going to be the last time I have this great idea to do a weekly version of the daily log and of course I'll end up publishing all of the individual podcasts from those days over the next handful of days apologies for the break in service but uh Jacob do you listen to NPR ever um
0: back when I was a child okay it
2: and feels- then I
0: stopped when I stopped listening to the radio it I have never gone to NPR throughout my podcast rotation it just hasn't it hasn't come up on the feed yet Um, I can't, I
1: can't do it. I was in the car the other day. I don't remember why. I think I may have actually run out of podcasts, which is something I can only manage to do when I'm, when I'm forced to sit perfectly still for seven straight days. That's about the only time I can actually clear out my podcast roster at this point. It's just a tire fire in there. But I was in my car and I turned on NPR and I I could not believe both Both, frankly the production value and the content value of what I was listening to.
0: Was it – what was wrong with the content value? Was it just bad journalism? It was, was it, it just wasn't lazy ju- or it wasn't was it extremely one-sided?
1: It was just – well, I mean to some extent it was all of the above. It's just not good. It's just low quality. Like I don't know – I don't know when that happened. I feel like there was I feel like for a long time NPR's problem was basically that they were like just softball leftists uh running radio free Europe out of that Orlando station with the bulb. But apparently during that time, like I I, I don't think it used to be this bad, but just it's unlistenable. There's no it's almost information free and it's just it's not good.
0: That's uh that's a good segue for what we're going to be talking about here.
1: I we don't necessarily have to talk about the politics thing. I put out an all call to uh the Facebook group for a politics podcast cuz I wanted to get everybody's take in very NPR fashion. I wanted to get hot takes from everybody so that I could cut them out into um so that I could basically just take everybody's 5-minute uh paranoid screed that they were like Sitting and thinking about real hard because they knew this was going to be their, their slate, their take on this that goes into history so that, like, on NPR, everybody can just say, I was surprised. Um, but instead, literally no one responded, <laughs> despite the fact that everybody has been waiting for me to do another political podcast. I had multiple people independently messaged me wondering if I was going to comment on Trump getting elected and any of the aftermath of that. But apparently no one wants to be on that
0: podcast. I'll probably end up doing it. Well, it's one of the things that I brought up when you suggested that post, people don't like confrontation, which is why I didn't want to do this like monologue style, like kind of how you suggested. I, I don't like echo chambers I like to be I like to have a wall and someone who opposes it, which is why the political podcast was good in the first place, because it wasn't just two people uh, who think their shit smells good. So they just bounce off of each other for 40 minutes and then go have a beer afterwards and say the world's great. Uh, It's like two people who are challenging each other's ideas to make sure that they aren't founded on a bunch of garbage.
1: All right, I think I lost Jacob again, but uh, that was a good salient point. And uh, we'll be back after this break.
2: Well Caller, you're on the air. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Uh, I guess this will have to do because Skype.
1: (laughs) Uh, Skype is where it is at. We are now currently asymmetrical on Skype. I've got Jacob on his speakerphone plugged into my Skype. Using up my unlimited minutes for uh, the conclusion to this uh, momentous machination log, Jacob. You don't want to talk about politics. Let's talk about politics.
2: I uh, I kind of wanted to, but not in the way that most people probably talk about it. Because I live in I live in California, which California is probably exclusively responsible for the reason why Hillary Clinton won the popular vote because it was more than two to one Democrat as far as the voting went. But I work a blue collar trade. So most of the people I work with are, are associated with conservatives and Republicans. And, uh, after this election, I don't want to be affiliated with anyone. That's fair. uh, Yeah. It's, the exact same thing, like clockwork, that happened when Obama got elected is happening now. When Obama got elected, all the Republicans said, oh, he's a horrible president. He's going to ruin everything. We're going to put up a bunch of roadblocks and do anything. And then he did just fine. And then Trump gets elected. Everyone says it's it's horrible. The country's in shambles. They riot in the streets and they just generally become really, really toxic in a way that is really depressing, really.
1: That's probably a good enough vox pop. We can work with that. A vox pop? What? I think that's the British term for when they go out on the street and they stick a microphone in some uninformed citizen's face and they say something. (laughs) I think that's the name.
2: Um, Yeah, but that's not what people... The problem is is that's not what people wanted when they said they wanted another political podcast because that first one was an actual debate between two people, not just a five minute board from one guy on the street
1: yeah I don't know if I would necessarily call it a debate but it um no i I take your point though that's it's just i I don't like that format because and it's the reason I just don't like talking about politics in general like i Uh, As I mentioned on that, I generally try to stay as uninformed about that kind of thing as I can because my impact on it at this point in my life, which may change, uh, that's entirely blowing in the wind. But um, the more I talk about it, the more aggravating it becomes. And that's completely unproductive. It's just hot air. Like after recording that podcast, I suddenly became much more informed and invested in. The uh, in the election in a way that was completely unhealthy. Um, and I understand that a lot of people liked that podcast and I may be willing to step into I, mean, I did that podcast as an experiment to step into that zone and I'm very comfortable talking like that. It's just it's not good. <laughs> like if I'm not like it there's the payout on it is just not it's just not there. Um, it's too crass and it's too partisan. It's and a really
2: dark it's a really, really dark road to go down.
1: It just sucks. Like it's just not Yeah.
2: So it, I I lost a bunch of friends I thought I was okay with after this election. And I had to unsubscribe from a handful of people who I like to listen to because they've They drank too much of the Kool-Aid. They're just too far gone, which is a little sad because it was one of the gripes that I got into with someone on Facebook was the idea of he doesn't share my opinion, so I'm going to delete him as a friend. That way I don't have to engage with him anymore, which just creates an echo chamber. All it does is make it so that all you have to do is go to Iamright.com and you think everything is just dandy because you tailor your friends to your opinion, which is such a lame way to go through life.
1: (laughs) Although it is fun. There have been a lot of articles about Facebook's fake news problem and uh, the echo chamber that comes from Facebook's tailoring and what's coming out about that that's a lot of fun. Uh, is It turns out that it really is that everybody is miserably biased and there's basically nothing Facebook can do about it because people don't click on yeah. the stuff that relates to things they disagree with, even if it shows up in their feed. Yeah.
2: No, it's 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 like uh, the day after the election. I had a ton of people posting stuff that said, uh, like, oh, Hillary lost because 14,000 people voted for Harambe. Really? The U.S. Census Bureau doesn't have that information. How did you come up with that? <laughs> and then like, places like CNN were posting stuff like uh, Gary Johnson stole enough votes that Hillary didn't win, which is ridiculous. A libertarian's entire ideology is, I don't want government at all. How would someone vote for Gary Johnson if they would have considered voting for Hillary Clinton? It was just like, This barrage of everyone just spouting the dumbest things they could possibly say. It was was truly a spectacle. My Facebook feed was miles of angry people saying complete nonsense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the only thing that I've seen fit to say in the aftermath so far, I said on the night of the election, and it's still basically all that I've wanted to say about it publicly. It was, I just I did a one-word response. I just said arrogance. Because it just... I, and it still more or less sums up my feelings about most of what's going on, even right now, let alone back when the election was happening. There is... Yeah. I, and I, I don't want to sit here and navel-gaze about it or attempt to... <laughs> pretend like I'm above it. I would absolutely be down in the trenches if I were to engage with it. But I try to do what I can not to.
2: Yeah, I mean, i I would say I don't engage with it. I engage with it, but i I am extremely open minded about it because I don't like I don't like cults. I don't like religion. I don't like the two party system. So when people get entrenched, I don't want to be associated with them. So I listen to everyone's opinion and then make my, like, like make my view based on whoever made the best argument. So like, it's like I could really believe in something. And then next week, if someone says otherwise, and it makes sense to me, I've snitched. Like I have no investment whatsoever to it. So I, I'm never too upset about it because it's an opinion. People evolve. You don't have to be the same person you are now as you were uh, like five years ago.
1: (laughs) Well, that was fun. Um, Are you doing anything? (laughs) Are you doing anything else, Jacob? (laughs) On the horizon? Well,
2: the horizon is whatever. But, this week I did get to go to a secret location in downtown LA and learn how to work on ice cream machines and how you dial them in is by taste and consistency. So over the course of three days, I did eat what felt like my body weight in ice cream. So well
1: that's good. I've and I've I've heard that HVAC's been really good for your general physique anyway, so I'm sure that helped a lot.
2: <laughs> especially because they bought the wrong mix. And instead of having frozen yogurt, which has 3% fat content, they bought premium, which is 16% milk fat. That's so a, was incredible.
1: That's a significant gap. That's a, that's a oh, really okay. big gap.
2: Yeah. And the big gap is one of them tastes like discount ice cream. And one of them tastes like magic.
1: I can believe that. I've been eating a lot of zebra popcorn because it was on sale at uh, Costco.
2: That, uh, that happens when you can't do anything. Yeah. It, it's one thing I noticed is anytime I have to sit in the office to do safety training or fill out paperwork, my diet comes to a scoop-reaching, horrible halt that usually ends. And me eating a
1: dozen donuts. Are you part of that group? What kind of donuts are we talking about? Because Dylan brought over a bunch of Entenmann's. He brought over two boxes. He ate both boxes within two days.
2: Those are horrible. Yeah, that's what I thought. And though, and though saying all butter loaf is a very satisfying thing to say out loud, it's not very good.
0: I
1: just, like, that's, that's so much breaded, not very good chocolate frosting.
2: Yeah, no, we have uh, out here there are lots of design bakeries so I get high quality on tap.
1: Yeah, I don't feel very good right now.
2: Alright, so do we want to try recording this for a fifth uh, time? <laughs> See <What? this> one? <laughs> if, if you wanna. If you wanna. Ha, ha, ha,